Hello, welcome to my podcast. Well, actually, I don't have a name yet, so. Yeah, so I don't really know where I'm going with this. I thought I'd do it just because it's something to do, to kill time. It's always been something I wanted to do because I love talking. So I thought it'd be a great platform for me to express my thoughts on, you know, anything and everything. Uh, it really started with, you know, the Tableau, 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 pro, Tableau podcast. I think it was just like, they just had fun with it. There was like really no format. It was just kind of an anything goes type of deal. So for me, I guess the thing I want to talk about today would be, I guess a big thing that, you know, is a part of my life has to be, you know, anime right and i remember um or manga too i remember you know i was on the bus from saint paul after an event and i remember this one dude who will remain nameless uh asked me you know we had a conversation oh, i knew him so we had a conversation on the bus ride back and we you know we talked about like how uh, i well basically i asked him like if he enjoyed you know anime right because i feel like he was asian i feel like a lot of asians do it's not a crazy question but surprisingly he said no so i was like oh shit and basically what he said was or what he asked me was why do i like it so much you know even to this day i still don't really remember what i said but you know it's a question i think about every now and then right it's like why are we so why is it why do i like it so much right Mm, I think growing up and as an as an Asian American, uh, I was born in '98, so I grew up. I don't know. I didn't grow up around many Hmong people because I went to school in the suburbs. I moved from Minneapolis, I think. And I think you know, growing up, I was exposed to so much like media, especially TV and. Yeah, a lot of, like, you know, these TV shows I watched, you know, had a lot of, like, white people, black people. There weren't that many Asian people, right? And so the only, like, exposure I had to any Asian type of material was probably, you know, you know, uh, Kung Fu movies that my dad had as well as, um, you know, any, like, Hmong dubbed, like, movie, you know, my grandma would watch. And so I guess, like, there weren't, that many Asian like figures for me to look up to and it wasn't until a friend of mine let me borrow his uh his manga I think it was the first volume Dragon Ball and I read it and I just instantly like fell in love right it's just you know it's like a comic book right and you know what kid doesn't like a comic book well actually a lot of them but for me you know I liked reading as a kid. I still do nowadays. I still really enjoy reading. And I don't know, at the time, it was just, it was just nice. You know, you see like a, a, like a story centered and focused on Asian characters, right? And at the time, you know, I really did not see, I wasn't really exposed to any like reading material that centered around like an Asian protagonist, right? Or that I can remember of. And I guess my reason for, like, watching anime and, like, reading manga 
stems from like finding that role model that you know an asian role model that i can look up to and relate to and that happens in like manga right because the ones i first started like reading and watching were you know like one piece naruto and bleach and dragon ball and it focused primarily on you know what's the word having showing good values right you know the characters were righteous and they always fought bad guys right and it's like it showed me morals you know something that i didn't really learn like directly from my parents it was you know they didn't teach me to like do this do that right it was more like kind of just i observed and i learned right so anyway that's kind of like why I watch and read anime or read manga and watch anime sorry I think it's like a lot of people have their own reasons but those are mine and I just wanted to jump into let's see One Piece so One Piece is actually one of my favorite mangas and animes I, I stopped watching it long time ago once it hit like 900 episodes i kind of just ducked i still read it i i don't think i've caught up but for the most part i've read most of it i'd say like 98 99 um i think yeah what makes i i consider one piece to be one of the best manga especially pre-time skip one piece i think it's considered to be i would consider to be one of the best manga out there I think it's just because, you know, being able to see, you know, Luffy start with just himself and then to, like, with each arc continually build his crew. It's just, like, I think it's really amazing, really fun. And through it all, you also learn, like, a lot of life lessons with One Piece. And I think one thing that's stressed a lot is, like, family, right? Or, as he says, like, Nakama. And it's, like, so stressed. And I felt like that's something that, you know, to this day, I still, like, partake in, right? Is understanding the importance of family, or rather, you know, those that you care about. So important. And then also at the same time, understanding that, you know, there are those that, you know, you shouldn't put your time into if they don't care about you like you do about them. But anyway, back to One Piece. I think, yeah, it's just so, it's just a good-ass show. I think there's a lot of, like, great characters in there. And although, you know, I think later on, this became a lot of fan service from the female characters. But I think pretty time skip, you know, had a great plot, had strong characters, and it was just, shit, it was just good to read and watch. Um, I think my favorite, I don't know, I don't even think I have a favorite character, it always changes. You know, I think everyone should be like Luffy or Zoro, right? I don't know, even like right now, I still don't really have a favorite character. I think if anything, it would have to be pre-time skip Frankie, pre-time skip Chopper, and Brooke. I say this because I feel like Chopper, you know, was actually like an actual combatant. He actually did something. I mean, he's a doctor, right? But I feel like he was able to, like, you know, be shown that he could fight, right? Especially pre-time skip. 
and but now I think he's just relegated to a more like pet role, which I really dislike. You know, I remember my first time like seeing Chopper activate Monster Point, and it was just it was crazy, even especially during the CP nine arc. So many things happening there. Uh, and I say pre time skip Frankie just because like. I think pre time skip him was just really funny. And I just, I don't know, I just really liked the character. I remember there was that one scene where they're in the thriller bark. And Frankie was just building a ladder, like out of nowhere, to get to, uh, what's his name? To get to that big red guy. What was his name? Or, what's his name? Oz? Ors. Oh, yeah, Ors. Pretty sure it was Ors. And I don't know, I think Frankie's is really cool. I liked his gimmicks. Like, uh, you know, it's like his whole body was a weapon. And he was powered by Cola, which I found to be so tough. But, yeah, I think I think uh, Frankie was just a really funny character. And, like, the thing is, he was also able to, like, you know, fight well too and hold his own but now i think like post time skip they just made him into like you know a caricature right and i don't know i feel like his humor is like kind of overplayed now not overplayed but over i don't know they just try too hard in my opinion so i really like pre-time skip frankie especially his fight with the the shaman guy in the cp9 arc yeah, I just like a lot of things about it, especially like, you know, just the various weapons he would use, like his uh, beans left, right, where it's like it shoots a bullet from his wrist. His strong right, where it's like he, he remo removes the skin. It's like a metal fist. And then his like homing missile, except he had to chase from his shoulders, except he had to chase the opponent. Um, Yeah, and I say, I still think Brooks is still one of my favorite characters, even now. Pre-time skip Brooks was just a badass, you know, with his, like, sword technique, you know, where he sheaths and unsheaths. I feel like it's such, like, an overdone trope in anime, but it's, like, you know, fuck it. It's cool, right? And, um, I, don't know, I think Brooke's character is so... I don't know. I don't want to say I can relate to it because he's made out to be, like, a huge pervert. But I think it's just that he, you know, reminds me of me in the sense that, you know, he's able to find joy and just have fun and be silly but at the same time when it comes down to it he's able to take shit seriously and you know pull through and it's, i think it's funny because i know luffy the first thing luffy wanted was a musician and it took them like so many arcs to finally find one i think yeah even like post time skip bro yeah i think he's still really cool like how he took on big mom I wish he just had, like, I don't know, I think he had really good fights, actually. The one where he fought that, like, froze, wait, no, 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 it was the fisherman guy. What's his name? Oh, what the fuck, that's a, that is not what I'm looking up. I looked up Fishman versus Brooke. That's actually that's an actual like 
uh, case, I think. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, Zio. Yeah, that one weird dude. Or the new fisherman pirates. What did he do again? He uses weighted chains. Yeah. I don't know. I think Brooke had a really dope fight. Let's actually, let's actually look at it. Brooke versus Zio. There's that. But yeah, it's just like I think Brooke remains one of the coolest characters to me in terms of his fighting style. His personality is still kind of the same. I think like that's what, that's what happens with a lot of like One Piece characters, especially when you have so many. I feel like Oda just kind of turned a lot of those characters into caricatures of themselves. Like Flanderizing, right? Where, you know, he takes one aspect of them and kind of just blows it up, right? You know, like Brooke is a pervert and they probably just blew it up. Or like Chopper's a sweet little reindeer and they just like really capitalized on that and made him like the uh, made that his role. Um yeah and I'd say still going on with one piece. I think I'd have to say that my favorite arc has to be the Alabasta arc. You know? I think when yeah, if I were to go back and like reread it in its entirety, it's just so I don't know, it's just like I guess it's the word epic. I think it was a pretty epic arc. I think with Baroque like even with Baroque works, right? The criminal organization by, you know, Crocodile, I think it just like had like really strong villains. Had like Mm, like a great like uh what's the word like supporting characters right from like in the sense like not from the main cast but you know characters like vivi and like the kingdom they had really good um supporting characters and i feel like back then the humor was still really fresh right you know it wasn't forced it was just naturally occurred um let's see but yeah i think It was our first, like, iteration of, like, from what I remember, of how, like, you know, the One Piece crew actually, like, does good. You know, they help, like, a kingdom. Oh, like, no, they help to stop, you know, an organization from overthrowing, you know, a kingdom. I feel like that's, like, a theme that, like, kind of, like, we see later on in the series, such as when they went to the Fishman Island. Fishman Island? It's like, what's it? I don't even know what that was. Fishman. Yeah, the Fishman Island arc, where they go, you know, stop Hordy Jones, I think, from taking over. And then obviously they went to Dress Rosa, did the same thing there. They went to, uh, right now they're going to Wano and are trying to stop, you know, fuck, what's his name? Hmm. Orochi, right? Yeah, the Shogun. So, yeah, I think that's like the first iter. Oh, yeah, and they went to Skypea too. Skypea? Skypea? I don't know. 
So yeah, I think it's just like it was like the first iteration Alabasta seeing them like help out other. Actually, that's a lie. They helped the the uh, Drum Kingdom too. I guess Alabasta was like the first like full on like war that we saw, right? And it was like, I think it was really well done. Yeah, I think Crocodile. I think a lot of what I see is like a lot of people say Crocodile was introduced too early because it like his character design. It was just really well done, like the look of a mafia boss, as as well as the ability to like bend sand. Well, not bend. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Avatar, so a lot of bending. But you know, the ability to like manipulate sand and all this just makes him like just like a cool ass character overall. And he had like Mister One as well, the dude who can make like his body sharp. That shit was pretty dope too. Yeah, I think it's just like it had a lot of really good characters and we were able to see like, you know, Zoro cut down Mr. One, you know, cut down Steel. Um, yeah, and it was really funny because this was back when Luffy wasn't like the strongest yet and he was still like just barely getting by. And, you know, that such as when he swallowed all that, like drank all that water and got puffed up and they started leaking. I think like fights back then were like you know able to infuse comedy with uh, action. Uh, you can see that when uh, Luffy fought NL too. But uh, yeah, I think Crocodile was a really well designed character. Had epic fights with Luffy, and you know it was crazy because you know Luffy lost the first time they went head to head, and then like. I think that was the first time we've seen that as fans. And so after that, you know, he obviously Luffy won the second time around. Mm. Yeah, it was a good arc. Well, I'm really happy I was, I was able to go back and reread it. It's just like really good. Um, Let's see. I think another arc would have to be the CP9 arc. Or even the Water 7 arc. Or do we call it Saga? I don't even know. Like the Water 7 arc, the CP9 arc. It's just crazy. Because it's like the first time we see like, you know, all the Straw Hats minus Jinbei and Brooke. You know, we see them like all power up. And we see them all like, you know, show off their like combat capabilities, right? And like I said, Monster Point... Seeing uh, Diablo Jambe, is that how you pronounce it? By uh, by uh, Sanji, and then you're seeing, you know, Monster Point, seeing Frankie's shoulder cannons, and then seeing Sulky King. Yeah, it was like, it was like, it was really fun. And, yeah, like I said, they still were able to infuse comedy with action back then. So, I feel like nowadays it's, like, so serious, right? Which is nothing wrong with it. Just, you know, just because, right, they're starting to, like, fight the Yonko and, like, really explore, like, these hidden OP characters, right? And, you know, as you get closer to the One Piece, you're going to have, you're going to eventually fight, like, stronger individuals too but you know like i said i i like pre-time skip one piece way more just because 
And I felt like, you know, it was always, I think it was just fun being able to see, like, Luffy recruit his different members. You know, it's, I think for anything, it's amazing to see it built from the ground up. Like, you know, you build, like, a shed. You know, you have to build, you have to buy, like, all the materials. And then, you know, you know it takes a couple of days, right? Actually, it take, say, it take a couple of days. I don't know how long it would take. But, you know, it's like, you know, your first step, you know, you kind of just, you know, you, you can, like, you know, you set the foundation. You kind of see what it'll look like. You know, eventually, you know, it gets closer and closer to the final, you know, piece. And when it's finally done, it looks amazing. I feel like right now, I think it's it'll be hard for them to add another another member. Just granted, you know, of where the direction of the show is going. Now, they did add Jimbei, but I feel like that was, like, already... That was a long time coming, so... But yeah, well, I think that was like one of my favorite parts about free time skip one piece, and just like I guess also the unpredictability as well. You know, it's like you know, oh, they're here in Drum Kingdom, they're in the Barati ship where Sanji works, they're in Water Seven, CP Nine. Oh shit, now they're at Marine Ford, and then yeah, even like when all the members were like separated too, it's 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 pretty crazy. And I remember, like, when Luffy punched the Celestial Dragon in, um, shit, what arc was it? I remember it was, like, when they introduced, like, the, what was it, generation of, the worst generation, yeah, in the, what arc was it? Sabadi Archipelago, Sabaudi, I can never pronounce these things right. And yeah. Dang, their total bounty was six billion. Pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah, so when he punched the celestial dragon, it was pretty crazy. Not gonna lie, I was like, oh shit. Oh, I guess like I guess like another arc I like is when uh Impel Down, right? Is that what you call it? The jail that Luffy goes to? Yeah, the Great Prison Stronghold. Yeah, that has to be one of my favorite arcs as well. I haven't been able to reread it yet. I haven't gotten that far, but I know it's... Uh, for me, I know it's one of my favorite arcs just because, you know... It's just Luffy, you know, you just see him, like... You know, advancing through the different levels to escape to save Ace. And along the way, freeing these, like, high, you know high-level, like, prisoners. Mm. And then meeting Ivankov of the Revolutionary Army. Uh, what's his name? Bonkre? The... Right, is that his name? Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, Bentham. Bentham, that's what his name is. Oh, yeah, Mr. Two. Yeah, I think it was pretty cool to see him, like, sacrifice himself it's always like one of the things i remember most when he sacrifices himself so that luffy can escape i think he's yeah i think he's alive though so pretty happy about that mm. 
let's see. Dang. Lots of pretty crazy people. Oh, art long. I wonder what happened to Arl. Is he still in jail? <laughs> yeah. Yep, I think he is. Arlong was a really cool villain too, though. I remember when I first read it. I think he was a really well-designed like villain too. And it really, sh he really showed like how strong fishmen were, and you know, set the precedent for, you know, the fishmen to come. You know, like uh, Hordic Jones or like Jimbei. So, yeah, I think it was a good arc too, the Arlong Park arc, where you learn about Nami's debt and like trying to save the village. It's kind of like when you first see, like, Luffy. You know, just how much he cares about his crew, right? Going out of his way to, like, fight. I think that's when they introduced the monster trio. I remember... I think Usopp went too, right? Wait, was Sanji there? For the... Hmm. I think he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. I feel that's like when you kind of saw the monster trio created of Sanji, Zoro, and Luffy. And on the monster trio, actually, out of the three, I've always liked Sanji more. I think, I don't know, I think it's just like, yeah, Zoro is really cool with his three swords, but I feel like he's so popular, I don't want to be like in that crowd, I guess. But I still really like him too. I think with Luffy... Um, obviously he's the main character, but I think with Luffy, it's just like, I don't know, I like pre-time skip Luffy just because of like his, of how like, you know, his fight, his fighting style where he was just kind of like, went with the flow and yeah. And then once he hit like, uh, gear second, that was pretty cool too. And, but I feel like nowadays, it's just like him just constantly powering up, right? Like Bound Man, Snake Man. I like Snake Man's design, but I just feel like... It's just like... What's the word? It's all based on power-ups, right? And I just don't want that turned to like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, right? It was just like they're just powering up to like better forms each time. I feel like pre-time Skip Luffy just found more and more like different ways to win... And, you know, it was allowed him to showcase his, like, arsenal of different moves. Um, yeah, but I feel like with Sanji, I like Sanji just because I think I like his, like, fighting style with the kicks. It's always been interesting to me. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much I think he's just, like, yeah, the kicks are pretty dope. I really can't think of a better reason right now. Yeah, but I guess that's my little spiel on One Piece. I'll probably talk about it more in the future. But that was pretty much what I had to say for now. You know, I really do like One Piece. Definitely got me through a, you know, my childhood. 
I've been watching it since fifth or sixth grade, so I hope like you know it eventually ends. I also hope it continues. I guess if anything, I hope it ends like you know with a proper ending instead of it being forced or rushed like Bleach, which is like another story for another time. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the first podcast. So. Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you and love y'all. All right.